0: we are going to talk about the confirmation of Ketanji Brown Jackson as the first black female to serve on the Supreme Court. Um, Currently, uh, while this episode is being recorded, she hasn't been confirmed yet, Mm -hmm. but the vote should be going down today. And by the time you hear this episode, um, she will most likely be confirmed um, to the Supreme Court. Um, As we know, Supreme Court nominations and confirmations, they are highly political, highly, highly political. And the Supreme Court deals with a lot of hot button issues. And we're not going to get so deep into the weeds and all that stuff because uh, we're not really about all that. But uh, we do feel that the church could glean some things from this process. Right. um, William, why why should we be discussing this as a diversity and fellowship issue?
1: Well, as you, I mean, as you said, I mean, the Supreme Court is going to deal with, you know, lots of hot button issues. Yeah. Um, in In this country, I mean, one of the big one for conservatives, you know, has been um, abortion. Right. right. Know, what is What is Supreme Court going to do with abortion? Right. And so, ultimately, right, who who we have on the Supreme Court becomes a justice issue. Right. A justice for the unborn. Right. That would be the abortion. You know, like yes. we want uh, that to be overturned. You know, and so. So obviously, the church wants to think about how the makeup of the Supreme Court is going to affect those different issues. Yes, you know, and marginalized groups. I, you know, other other issues are racism, justice. Um, you know, ethnic justice has become very important. You know, and in, in certain cases, actually, one of the ones that's uh, coming up that we're going to talk about in a moment. And so, yeah. I, I think all of those that the church should want justice in our country. Right. Right. And so, we want to think about. Who who's on the Supreme Court? You know how's that's made up, right? Uh, we believe that God cares about um, how his how has people treat widows, orphans, poor, foreigners, unborn. Yes. Um. And and we want to we feel the responsibility to fight for those things in our country. Yeah. Um. Right. As much as as much as we can. And so, so yeah. Because of that, I think that's at least one reason why. We want to lean into these issues and talk about this and think through uh, think through that what, what's something else maybe
0: yeah so so one thing about this um nomination was even before an opening came up on the supreme court president biden said he was going to be intentional about nominating a black woman to the supreme court right like mm-hmm. he was going to consider a black woman to fill whatever spot yep. that would come up he was going to nominate a black woman and so f- we, we talk about a lot about being intentional about putting people with different backgrounds, different ethnicities, um, mm-hmm. in, in, in positions so that you're getting different viewpoints. Um, but some people will view that and be like, well, this is another case of affirmative action, right. CRT. This is something negative. You're not mm-hmm. considering other qualified candidates of different ethnicities of different, of mm-hmm. a different gender. And so, um, you know, I think that's something that the church has to think through. Like, right. when is it good? When is it bad yeah. for us to to be intentional about putting people uh, with different ethnicities, different genders, different backgrounds right. into um, positions of influence? Right. Right. What else, brother?
1: Well, I mean, one other. I mean, we could say you know if you've been keeping track. I mean, one of the things I think is interesting is because we've had this is the third of these in the last what.
0: It seemed like last, I would say, four, four, five years. four or five years. Yeah, right. So maybe the fourth one in the last four or five years. So yeah. we've seen
1: a lot of this, yeah. right? And it's played out, right? I mean, you're seeing clips on news. You're seeing, um, you know, the questioning. Uh, I mean, Kavana- the Kavanaugh hearings, everybody was. Oh,
0: train wrecked. Was watching those. <laughs> oh,
1: it was, and it was a mess. Was I mean, it was mess. a mess. And so. And even in even in this one, right? Uh, I mean, um, Jackson, Miss Jackson has been heavily scrutinized. Yes, you know all kinds of questions, and uh, and then some of her answers, people, you know, are like, well, that, you know, that's not a good answer. That was a good answer, whatever. And and some of that's you know valid, right? You have right. to you have to have a question and answer time. I mean, I think it's important to know what what a person believes. I, I think even to a degree. That needs to be public, right? Yes. I mean, we need to know who, what, what, what this person believes, right? Yet on the other side of it, some of it is just ridiculous. It's yeah. over the top. It's obviously people grandstanding, people talking about what they believe, and mm-hmm. I mean, you you find out more about the the person asking the question than the person that was asked the question, right? Right. I mean, a lot of that, and so. And some of the stuff that, you know, she's had to face has led to kind of, you know, racism, sexism, the way that she's been treated. Yeah. uh, And some of these, some of this kind of stuff. And I don't know. I I think it's a good, it's a good, it's something good for us to just kind of watch, look at, think through. I, I mean, even the responses that you see on social media. yeah. I mean, just try to think through. Is this, is this, are this, is this valid? Are we being influenced politically? Is this, you know, all those types of things that I think is good for us to just kind of think through. Does that make sense? Yeah.
0: So, yeah, let's, let's kind of talk through some of the, you know, we're talking about some of the hot button issues that uh, end up being justice issues that she's going to be, be mm-hmm. dealing with. And, and one that is always before the Supreme court mm-hmm. is, is abortion. Right now, um, there hasn't, she hasn't really decided any cases that have to do with reproductive rights Then mm-hmm. the nature of her previous, um, judgeship. If that's right. what they call it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the, right. the nature of that was she didn't deal with those very often. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that that stood out to me is that Planned Parenthood does support her nomination. Mm. Right? Planned Parenthood, um, one of the biggest suppliers of yeah. abortion right. in our nation, they support her nomination. So,
1: somewhat safe to assume if they support her yeah, nomination, you can
0: then kind of read the tea leaves and say that right. they believe that she will be for abortion rights. Right, and so, but the makeup of the court is already kind of 6-3 conservative, have a conservative majority. Mm-hmm. And so the, the the case that really has a chance to reverse Roe v. Wade has already been argued before the Supreme Court before right. she would actually be on it. Mm-hmm. And so a decision should be coming down uh, probably sometime this year in, mm-hmm. in the very near future right. um, in regards to that case. So she won't be dealing with that case in particular that would uh, more than likely reverse Roe v. Wade, which mm-hmm. is a prayer of ours, but... Mm-hmm. She will be end up probably dealing with other cases, right? Right, because yeah. Roe v. The, the overturning of Roe v. Wade is not going to end the abortion debate. No, that's right. And so, if we want, you know, if we seek justice for the unborn, right. I mean, her her nomination to the court is going to affect that. Yep. And so, it's important for the church again to 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 think through those things, mm-hmm. not necessarily obsess with it like like we tend to do, but yeah. Um, that that's something that we should be thinking about. Uh, another case that's coming up is an affirmative action case. Right. It's called Students for Fair Admissions Incorporated versus President and Fellows of Harvard. We've talked about this a little bit. Yeah. Um, where these students do feel like they are being discriminated against because Harvard uses race as a factor. Um, for their missions, and most people see this as an affirmative action issue Mm -hmm. but it really is for harvard it's not really an affirmative action thing Mm -hmm. they're saying that they want their student body to be diverse because they feel like diversity is a value Mm -hmm. it's a benefit for everybody helps better prepare future leaders right yeah it helps better prepare them but you know, these, this group is arguing that, no, it's discrimination, it's affirmative action, we're more right. qualified no, than these fair. students that you are mm-hmm. allowing in uh, based upon their race. Mm-hmm. And so this case is actually uh, hasn't been argued yet. And she will more than likely hear this case as mm-hmm. someone who is a, a black female who graduated from Harvard. Right. Right. So that's yeah. going to be. Uh, kind of an interesting perspective and we as the church we're we're always talking about hey you know it's important for us to have diversity and fellowship so mm-hmm. I think that'll be an interesting case what do you got to say about that man
1: well I I mean I think yeah I just think that's a again it's, it's one of those where it's good to have uh, we talk a lot about the importance of representation right? yeah I mean if you're going to if you're going to truly be diverse, right, there has to be diversity in the, you, you know, if everybody on the Supreme Court is a is a white male, yeah, 60 to 65 or 60 to 70 or 50 to whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can understand why the minority, minority folks are going to be like, I don't think that's real fair. Right. You know, and so. I wonder how this case is going to go. I wonder how this is going to play out, <laughs> right. you know, and yeah. so, um, so, it, but. But again, you, you, you do have to realize that there are other factors. Yes. You know, it can't just be, oh, you know, and I and I think that's the that's the rub of the Harvard thing is that these other students are going, Hey, look, I I made better grades. I did I did this better, I did this better, right. I did this better. Why am I not why am I not accepted and this other person is accepted? Uh-huh. Right. So there's at least that's a valid question. Right. Now I think there are valid answers to that question. Yes. Uh and it'll be very interesting to see you know how she would rule on that you know and what and,
0: influence will she be able to have on the other justices right. being again having this unique perspective as a black right. female who went to harvard right. who actually you know would have benefited yeah. from from uh, not saying that she wasn't qualified cuz she's I about actually to say, I, she smart as have, a whip <laughs> right? she may not have needed but you know the idea that we're we're going to value diversity on our campus right you know and she was able to be a part of that diversity, mm-hmm. um, just just the influence she's going to hopefully she'll be able to have on the other justices who who may not have that perspective, who, yeah. who actually don't have that perspective because they're white men or black men or white yeah. female or, or, sure. or, or the like. And so I, I think that will be an important is it's an important way to view that and, you know, to have her on there to decide a case that will affect a lot of black females yeah right right. and and um other minorities as well which you know kind of brings us to you know kind of the next component is biden nominating a black female Mm -hmm. like and and to think through should the church be intentional about placing different ethnicities and women in decision making positions or influence influential positions in the church yeah so what would you what would you say about that brother well i mean i think I think we would say yes, right? I mean we
1: need to think through uh representation. Yeah. Right? I mean that is an important um I mean that's an important thing to think through if uh churches and church leaders are just completely ignoring, you know, certain populations in their in their church. I mean we would right? all say that's a you know, we want, we want the, um, oh, I don't know, you know, we want this committee to be well-rounded or we want this group to be, you know, we want it to represent the church better. Now, yeah, you know, they have to be, the person has to be qualified. Right. Right. And, uh, and the person needs to be biblically sound. Right. right. There are certain offices in the church that, uh, we believe the Bible limits to a male. Yes. Uh, the office of elder in particular. Right. And so, We don't just get to throw out the scriptures because we're like, yeah, but this is so, you know, no, we trust God's wisdom. We don't want to try to be wiser than the Bible. Right. So we we trust God's wisdom that that he knew what he was doing when he when he when he did that. Um, But again, just because we would say, I mean, we're complementarian. We would say we you know, we want um, elders to be um, to be male. That does not mean we therefore as elders completely ignore women. Right. If we do, yes. we're bad elders. Uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely. Mean, like we're we're not very good shepherds. I mean, yeah. like what in the world? I mean, you have to pull some of those things together and, and help to see that there's there's more going on, right? So so yeah, we need those we need those voices, we need those variety of people, right? practices, policy, we, we need all that. Right. Um
0: yeah I think you know along those lines we also need those different experiences yes um Jackson she would be the only Supreme Court justice ever mm-hmm. to have served as a public defender right like she she's actually been a federal public defender and for her to come in with that different experience of you know dealing with people who are actually being accused of crimes who mm-hmm. who are actually going through the justice system right. To have that perspective, I think it's going to be key to, Mm -hmm. I mean, the Supreme Court, whereas most of them had been prosecutors, they had been, you know, in private practice and and other things that, you know, nobody has been a public defender to be able to say, okay, this law, (laughs) right, this Mm -hmm. law may not be just for the people that are being uh, accused of it or this sentencing, which was, you know, one of the issues that came up, which... Um, we may talk about a little bit yeah, is yeah. that you know even this this sentence that we have may be um, cruel and unjust punishment. So right. I think that that different experience, like we, we we in the church, have to look at people who have different experiences, different backgrounds, and yeah. say that that is going to be valuable to us in coming mm-hmm. up with best practices and, and policies and yeah. and and how and that will be a benefit uh, to the flock in general, right? Yeah, and just you know,
1: we need to be intentional about raising up those leaders. Yeah. You know, raising up people who can serve where they can serve. Yeah. Uh, I think it's important for us. I mean, you and I've talked about it and, you know, people maybe have different different, different views on this, but, but we do, instead of always just asking the question, okay, where can women not serve? Right. We do need to be asking the question, okay, where can women serve? Yes. According to the Bible, and let's make sure that we're not That we're raising up women who can serve in those positions, absolutely putting them putting in those positions, and so, um, sometimes there's just this. I think I think many conservatives or many pastors who are conservative and believe in the inerrancy of Scripture and those types of things, it's almost like they've decided I'm going to stay as far away from anything that might be interpreted as liberal. Yeah. And I think we actually move to a place where that's un—that that actually becomes unbiblical. Absolutely, yep. You know, it's 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 almost like we've radicalized our conservatism <laughs> to a point that we've left the scriptures behind. Oh, yep. And that's not helpful. That's not helpful at all. That's not. No. I mean, that's not what we're trying to do. And so, so yeah, we gotta we gotta look for those look for those positions, look for fo- those who can serve in that. Now, so let me, but let me back up. The question we're asking is, is you know, should the church be intentional about?
0: doing this
1: yeah we said yes right is there is that the
0: only i mean is that the only way we answer that I, I would also say it could be bad okay like you shouldn't do it if the person doesn't hold to the basics of the faith as far as the church is concerned or right. even the basics of the institution right uh, when we're talking about the supreme court so think right. about how we interpret the laws of the land. It's very important. People mm-hmm. have different views on how they how to import how to interpret the constitution. Same thing with the word of God. You know, right. people have the same Mm-hmm. Differences in, in how to interpret the the word of God, right? Uh, we got to understand though that the Constitution is not on the level of the word of God. The word of God is inerrant. The Constitution is uh, is fallible, fallible. fallible. because yes. you wouldn't need amendments. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> right? It, you wouldn't it, need amendments if it was perfect. It right? actually recognizes <laughs> itself that yes. it's fallible. Yes, right? yes, it has amendments. So, yes. uh but you know these philosophies of like that's a ju- judicial philosophy of originalism, the original intent of what the Founders wanted with the Constitution versus this idea of a living Constitution, where it it kind of can kind of adjust and Mm. and be more progressive as as time goes on, depending on what culture you're in. And but when it comes to the Bible right? We, we mm-hmm. want to make sure that we are always looking for the original intent, right? right. Because it's, yeah. again, it's inerrant, it's infallible. What God meant it to say mm-hmm. when it was written is what it still means today. The now, Bible
1: always means what it always meant. That's 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 it. That's right. the phrase. That's, that's important. Yeah. That's yep. the phrase
0: that pays right there, right? Is right? And so you can't come to the Bible with, well, this is what's going on in the culture, so this is what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to adjust the Bible um, right. to, to meet what's going on in the culture. No, it doesn't work like that. Right. And so if we were to put someone in position just because they're different ethnicity or a different uh, mm-hmm. gender, uh, put them in this position and they hold a just completely wrong view of biblical interpretation, that would be yeah. bad. Yeah, right? right. That would yeah. be horrible for, for the leadership and the church in general. And it would be sinful against the Lord. Right. And so we we gotta underscore that diversity and fellowship does not mean we accept every different belief. Right. Like, and and when
1: you say too, this is a part of, we've talked about this Um, I mean, just the, the importance of understanding like critical, uh, first tier issues yeah. versus hey, uh, yeah, we might have different views on some of these secondary issues yes. and things like that. But, you know, and so dealing with that within the you know, within your own local church is gonna have its challenges. Dealing with that with like partnering with other churches is gonna have some right. challenges. Right. But we've got to be able to think through you know, can see some of those, those
0: things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. we got to gotta be point. able to, to discern that yeah. better, but yeah, you just, you know, you don't necessarily have the same level of diversity and fellowship with people based upon their views on those different levels. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. first order things, you know, you need to be kind of lockstep on those things, right. you know, right. you know, secondary things, you can be some differences. Mm-hmm. And so, but you, you definitely don't want somebody in leadership where you you defer on first order things like the inerrancy of scripture. Yeah, right. That's right. And how, how do you interpret it? That will be a problem. Yes. And So the last thing is about, you know, the kind of the scrutiny that that has come towards Jackson. Yes. And mm-hmm. whether it's racist and sexist. And I know the church has to deal with those um, accusations a lot. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be able to to discern whether or not scrutiny is racist or sexist. Right. So, you know, first of all, we can say that it may not be racist or sexist, right? right? Yeah. Some of it is not. Yeah, Some of it is not racist or mm-hmm. sexist. So what are some reasons why it may not be racist well, or Well, I sexist? mean,
1: <laughs> there does need to be some level of scrutiny, right? Yeah. I mean, like, this position is a lifetime. Yeah. So there needs to—we need to ask questions. We need to know what um, she believes about certain issues and certain things. I mean, like— we need to know that about any justice. Anybody. Right? I mean that right. it was right for them to question Kavanaugh and all the other guys, all the other people, right? Because we, we wanna be able to do that. Right. Um and so so in that sense, yeah, I mean, I think that's not necessarily racist or sexist. Right. You know? I mean, there's you know, you have to ask questions. So yeah. um and 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 just because we disagree, you know, like doesn't necessarily mean it's discrimination. Right. I disagree with you because you're black, you know, yeah. I disagree with you because you're white. You know, it's like, <laughs> right. No, I just disagree with your philosophy. You, you know? wouldn't be or, saying that if it was a white person saying right. that. Like, nah, <laughs> right. I, I would yeah. be saying the same thing. Right. right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, uh, I, I mean, I, I think, um, I think, I think there has to be at least some questioning that's not considered discrimination.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. What else would you add? I would say that, you know, one thing I was thinking through this and, you know, kind of seeing the train wreck that these confirmations are. And I'm mm. starting to wonder in, in certain areas of of our society, if political ideology has become a stronger identifier than race or sex. Right. For for certain people. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you think about the scrutiny. Yes, the scrutiny is extremely unfair for her and for um a lot of people, some of it is just unfair yeah. and unnecessary, mm-hmm. but it may not be, it may not be due to racism or sexism. It may just be due to the nature of our politics, like right. how polarizing yeah. our politics aspects has become. Mm. I mean, confirmation hearings are just ridiculous in general. And one of the senators from Nebraska, Ben Sass, one of uh, our ben favorite Sass. politicians, yes. mm-hmm. he was talking about um, how the camera changes people. Yes. I can't even use the word that he said. <laughs> Oh, I uh, thought you're going to use I'm it. I'm not going to uh, use it because trouble. Yeah. Uh, I I don't want some of our members to hear me uh, swearing. I mean, yes, but uh, yes, <laughs> yes. yeah. The, some of the he co- was like the camera changes people, and you you might need to find a different way to do these confirmation hearings because people are grandstanding. Yeah, right. And it, and it happens on both sides of the aisle. And then you know I think about another claim that was made about um you know Jackson being soft on on pedophiles. Mm-hmm. Now you know that that claim is was not necessarily valid, but the fact that it was used was not necessarily that, you know, they were saying it because she was black or saying it because she was a female. It was a, it's basically a statement for a certain group of people, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, QAnon, they're very heavily against, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, have a lot of different conspiracy theories about child pornography and Mm -hmm. child pedophilia, which all of that is horrible, right? But it's not necessarily a, a racist or sexist statement. It's a, a certainly a political um, issue that has been coming up with the with the rise of QAnon and a lot of people in a, a certain base that have taken hold of that. Right. And so we, I, I just wonder if things are not necessarily racist or sexist, but because we're so heavily politicized now, right? That that's the reason why.
1: Yeah. But, and some and sometimes it it just feels like. Nobody's really trying to get at the truth. Yeah. No. We're just, we're just trying to get people to say something that they're trapped or we're trying to, right. you know, it, we're just trying to back them into a corner. And I mean, that was true of Kavanaugh. That was true of. Um, Coney Barrett. Coney, yeah. I mean, like all, all of it is just like, let's just try to, you know, and it's like, why can't we just try to really ask honest questions, hear their responses and then decide, do we think this person is, a, is qualified to serve or not? You know, and. All right. Uh I mean obviously there's gonna be disagreement yeah. between the two parties. I mean I, I get that. But um but yeah, the whole grandstanding and all that. I mean honestly it I mean honestly it makes me feel like our political <laughs> processes uh need to grow up. Right. Like I mean yes. it feels like we're child we're very childish. Very at childish, times. yes. And uh yeah, anyway. So right. nobody really asked me about that. But
0: Yeah. I anyway. mean I, I think that's part of it though. It just shows that hey, it may not be about racism mm. and sexism. It's just our politicians are childish. Yeah. But now <laughs> there is that.
1: <laughs> right. But now you would say there there were certain aspects. It can't it can be racist. It can be racist. I yeah mean, there there were certain things that you're like, uh you, that's not right.
0: That's not it's yeah. just not right because mm. I mean when we think about racism and sexism, they're not as acceptable in our culture anymore. And so people tend to be a, a little bit more covert when they're when they're trying to right. show their hatred towards people. Right. And mm-hmm. so they will hide behind legitimate criticisms. And so just the way that I mean, you, you have to understand our history and the, and the tone that people are using and even some of the, the subjects they are bringing up. You got these white men talking to this black female this way. And if you, if you understand the history of our nation and, and you're talking to this woman, this uh, impressive, I mean, yeah, as yeah. far as education and qualifications, quite impressive woman. And you're talking to her in a condescending tone. Yeah. That's domi- a domineering tone. Yeah. Like, that is a horrible look. So, you, if, right even if you're not intentionally being racist or sexist, that is going to look that way sure. based upon the history of how white men have treated black females. Right. And so, yeah, you could actually be, actually be racist in those situations right. or sexist or whatever it is. And, yeah. and you have to under, I mean, you just have to understand how it looks, even if your intentions are not that way. Um, so how can we tell, you know, how can we tell if somebody's being racist or sexist or if they're just being jerks or if they're being childish or political or whatever? Yeah. And the truth of the matter is sometimes we're not going to be able to tell. Yeah. And when we're not able to tell, then I think we're we're called in the word of God to lead with grace and to, mm. to leave it all in, in God's hands. Right. And I would also say, even if it's clear, we're still called to not return evil for evil. Right. And so, Sometimes we may need to overlook the offense, and in other times we there there need to be consequences, but not condemnation. Right? Like we don't we don't condemn people for these Mm -hmm. things, and and uh, we yeah. If it's ignorance, I mean to help people see, help people see it. Yeah. Um, And even if it's not ignorance and just blatant, blatant sin, we're we're still called to love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us and all those things. And so put
1: them to Christ. I mean,
0: this is what you need, right? Amen. Forgiveness. Yeah. Amen. And so, yeah, we you know we hope this has um, kind of helped you. And um, mm. as far as you know, things that are going on, what we can learn from yes. kind of these confirmation hearings of Ketanji Brown Brown Jackson, I think we can mm-hmm. can rejoice. We, mm-hmm. we live in a nation where a black female can be on the the Supreme Court, even if you disagree yes. uh, with some of her positions. We can, which I would say I do, um, right. but I yes. can still rejoice in the fact that. You know, a black female can um, aspire to be on the Supreme Court. That's right. Amen. Yeah. All right. Crazy question. All right. So,
1: Kenny, if you ended up as a party to a Supreme Court case, what would be the most likely reason?
0: If I was a party to a Supreme Court Remember, case. Remember, this is a crazy question. So yes. we probably come up with all kinds we of serious answers. We can come up with answers. some very serious answers. But, but just here, here's my thing. Like um, I, I don't like that we have cities that are in multiple states. Mm. Like so, can yes. like we're in Missouri. Mm-hmm. So Kansas City is in Missouri and in Kansas. St. Louis is in Missouri and Illinois. We had a town called Cape Girardeau about thirty minutes away that's in Missouri and Illinois. Mm. And it's like, man, come on, let's draw some lines, right? Right. Can we draw some lines, right? Like we live in Tyson, not that big of a mm-hmm. town, but we're in two different counties.
1: Memphis, there's Memphis
0: and then East Memphis. Right, Arkansas but... Memphis is in Arkansas and Tennessee, yeah. or some crazy stuff like yes. that. Yes. Hey, right. we can draw our lines better yes. to where like one city can be in one county, mm-hmm. one city can be in one state. Like we even got two different school districts in our town. Right. Like, yes. Like how is this possible in a town of like seventeen, mm-hmm. eighteen thousand, and yeah. we have two different school districts? In I the know. same town, like we can draw our lines better, right? Like, and, and so here's the thing: I'm not, I'm not one of those people to where like I'm gonna take it to the court and they're gonna rule against me and I'm gonna mm. stop. You're going all the way. Like, like people would be like, "Kitty, is not that important." Like, nah, we've lived right. with this for this long. I'm like,
1: nope. You're like, I'm praying for you, <laughs> brother, just to realize that this just doesn't matter. <laughs> no. But I don't like, think we no. can help you see that. We
0: have to figure this out. We have to figure this out. We can do this, right. and I want to take it all the way to the Supreme Court. Like okay. lose all, give up all my money wow. and stuff for wow. something so minor. <laughs> wow, that's right. I what mean, about you, brother? If you ended up in the Supreme Court, yes. What is it, it for? So
1: it'd be an over educational issue. Yeah, okay. Uh, because I think our teachers, man, that's right. I'm about to probably offend, particularly all the math teachers. They might, they might agree with you. Yeah. My, way. my argument is we need to remove the amount of math. I'll say it that way. The amount yes. Yes. of math that we require every student to have in order to graduate from high school. Amen. I think that requirement is not helpful, right? Because here's the question, right? If you're thinking, come on, William, it, you know, how are you using geometry today? <laughs> if you've graduated from high school, you had to have it. At some point, you had to take, you had to deal with parallelograms and square footage and surface area and all this stuff right remember the theorems you had to uh, right had to argue yes i mean what in the world Uh we spent hours and hours and hours of our lives figuring out how to do stuff yeah and then we don't We don't use it. I I am. Maybe you
0: set up tables in the church at a right angle. No, you
1: don't. (laughs) You don't do that. Nobody does it. Nobody does it. (laughs) Nobody uses it. You just look at it and you're like, yeah, it looks okay. It's okay to be. I mean, it's fine. Yes. Move it around. You know, I mean, it's, yeah. So that would be mine. I'm taking it to the Supreme Court. We're we're gonna get this we're
0: gonna we get it done. You know,
1: I, you know, there are there are practical uses for math. So yes.
0: let's let's focus on those. Yeah, doing your taxes. Yes. That's important. Checkbook, yes. all that stuff is that's important. Right. We can figure that out. We can do this. Investment
1: opportunity, you know, all those kinds of things that we could use math for. Right. And we are teaching Calculus. Calculus and I'm not using it, Kenny. I'm, I'm not using, using it. it. So... Taking it to the Supreme Court. I'm starting a movement. Yeah, I'm going to sign on to that case. Hey, sweet. Yes, sweet. Because I'm I'm not sure I'm going to sign on to your uh, city <laughs> city state alignment. Hey, I'm, case, I'm ready. You, you can solo crusader, you. baby. All right. Well, thanks so much for uh, listening this week. We hope that uh, our ramblings are encouraging to you, and uh, we hope to we'll hear from you next week. God bless you. Thanks so much for listening to the Diversity and Fellowship podcast. If you want to join the discussion, please send us your questions and your comments to diversityandfellowship at gmail.com.
0: That's diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, keep laboring by God's grace to be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ.